0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Coddy. With Nissan. On Talk. Andy McNulty is with me now, former AMAR footballer and managing director of McNulty Performance. Uh, Andy, you're welcome to the show. Um, you would have been, I don't know, you now on the radio, 21, I think, when the, um, or there, thereabouts, when the, when the Good Friday Agreement was signed. So, I mean, you'd have fairly vivid memories, I'd imagine, of, of, of life... In the north, from say the mid '80s onwards, can can you talk to me a little bit about that that experience, your experience of the troubles from that that point on?
1: Kieran, thanks for having me. I'm actually sitting in a hotel room here in Florence. Uh, your researcher texted me later, uh, earlier on to ask me he was interested in talking about the Good Friday Agreement and 25 years on. And of course, I'm inspired to even have the opportunity. Kieran, uh, yes, I remember vividly. Uh, the Good Friday Agreement, and I'll tell you why. My mother and father spent their whole lives supporting people like Seamus Madden and John Hume. And for the previous 25 years, I remember hundreds, if not thousands, of meetings or calls or Let's say, Cavalcades kids following Malin and Hume, trying to hope that someday that peace will be done in Northern Ireland. So I remember it vividly. Not only the Good Friday Agreement, but I probably, to be honest, Kieran, I remember more vividly Malin sitting at the kitchen table, banging the kitchen table with those big fists of his, talking about that we need to find a way to get everybody to feel that we've got a shared home place. I remember that vividly. I remember his voice. I remember his leadership. I remember that amazing optimism in the, face, in the face of huge gloom
0: and pessimism. What was he like as a person? Well, what, what, maybe, maybe it's impossible to do this, to kind of uh, to bottle it and describe it uh, on the radio, but give us a sense of his charisma.
1: He was, a, he was a born leader, I would say. His charisma, great energy about him, great sense of fun about him. Uh, his charisma would be very brave man, I've seen him knocking on the doors of staunch Republicans and being respectful and polite to saying that this is not the way forward. We're going to have to find a way of a negotiated peace. We're going to have to find a way to spill sweat, not blood. His charisma was that of a man that was incredibly humble and he was a brilliant listener. I remember sitting asking him one night with my father and my mother as we had a meal in the canal court hotel i asked him Seamus what's the key to negotiation and never forget what he said he said listen listen and listen so his charisma was built on a brilliant intelligence uh, to negotiate with people uh, to articulate the vision that Hume had created as the, as the chief architect and his charisma was built, of course, on that sense of energy and poise and grace when he spoke in Westminster.
0: And I mean, were, were there times, and maybe this is a question you might have asked your parents in the years afterwards, you might have talked to them about, were there times it felt Kind of sisyphean you know what i mean you're, you're knocking on the doors of uh, uh, of people you're trying to convince them as you say to to spill sweat not blood and then you know Lockall, and then the and milltown cemetery and everything else you know Shankill road all of these things set everything back
1: well it's funny you talk about vivid memories and I vividly remember almost every evening watching the news at home, and my mother and father would always have the news on the television. And I remember vividly every evening after school, there was another bombing, there was another killing, there was another shooting. I don't think I ever remember my mother saying we'd switch it off. She kept believing that eventually this would happen, and many other people in the north of Ireland—unionist, loyalist, republican, nationalist—all sectors of society eventually had to come together with that amazing referendum and vote that there was a better way forward it probably took 30 years to get there but thankfully now 25 years later we can reflect on it and go almost with awe and reflect on and say that those leaders what they scripted was incredible Mm. and if we look around the world today uh, to what has happened since then it gives us even more reflection with awe Earlier today, a good friend of mine, his name is Tim O'Connor. He was a key advisor to Seamus Mallon. I was touching base with him in advance of this interview. And he was like a conciliary for the Irish government up to Mallon and Hume. And yes, of course, the Adams this world. And he said that now he reflects with awe of the incredible leadership uh, and negotiation ability of people like Mallon.
0: And uh, can you remember... Uh, Those conversations, say, at your kitchen table when Malin would have been visiting your parents. Can you remember at what point those conversations became imbued with a real sense of optimism, uh, uh, that progress was being made?
1: To be honest with you, Malin was the first time I ever looked at somebody in my life and went, there's what a real leader looks like. He was always optimism embodied. I don't ever remember a time where I thought that he was pessimistic. Yes, he'd call it the reality. Maybe he had to go to a funeral of somebody who was shot dead in Market Hill, totally unnecessarily. But even after that funeral, you still hear him and see him being optimistic. I think that's what great leaders do. They remain optimistic in the face of great adversity.
0: And how quickly did life change post the Good Friday Agreement? Like, how, how how obvious a demarcation was it? For me, it didn't seem to be a
1: huge transformational change in the weeks afterwards. I went to Queen's University, not that long after the Good Friday Agreement, and in Stramillis I was wearing a Queen's football jersey, and this lady stopped me. She stuck the crutch in the middle of my chest and said, your type aren't welcome around here anymore. And And I remember then going, oh, wow like that was a real shock for me because I couldn't believe how an old woman would still be so staunchly uh, stuck in the past. So to answer your question, it didn't change that quick. Although I also remember watching the news and you'd have much less bombs and killings and shootings, even though the underlying political undertones still existed and they still exist today. We've still got work to do today. And I think that the Biden visit that we're uh, please, God, gonna experience in the next week. We have an opportunity to copper fasten that vision of peace, mm. that vision of a shared home place, and that vision of a united home place, north and south of the border.
0: Yeah, and listen, it it, it can't be said often enough uh, how significant it is that the massacres, and I mentioned some of them, that we saw an end to that, albeit with the exception of Oma. Um, not long afterwards. But that, that largely came to an end. But, you know, dissident activity still kind of rumbled on. Sectarianism didn't really uh, go anywhere and, and certainly still exists. Uh, integrated education maybe isn't where people expected in 1998 it would be today. Stormont has collapsed. There is no power sharing. So, I mean, from your point of view, when you talk about what work remains kind of undone, what, what, what's the priority list there? I mean, what, what, what do you want changed and most quickly?
1: My brother Justin is an MLA for the SDLP in Stormont. He would answer that question with much more authenticity than me, Ciarán. Uh, what I do think very strongly about is that we need to make sure we continue to be respectful of people from all sectors of society in the north. We also need to reflect that there's been an incredible seismic shift in culture in the last 25 years, but we've got still got work to do. What is that work? I think You'd be better off asking the dup this evening what's their perspective on that work i think we've got a, a brilliant potential of a deal on the table at the moment and i think we need to very quickly move on that because i know a lot of sectors in, in the north of ireland and the south of ireland are getting very impatient i'm a businessman and a lot of business in the north are very impatient about the lack of progress in business a lot of my friends are teachers in the north and they're really frustrated about the lack of progress. As I said, my brother Justin's a politician in the North and he's hugely frustrated about the lack of progress in Stormont today. So I think if Mallon and Hume, and yes, people like Martin McGuinness and Gerry Adams were walking into Stormont today, I think they would say, folks, we need to move forward fast because the opportunity we have in front of us, even in the next week, we need to grab hold of that opportunity firmly.
0: And and to what extent are like the, you know, those marginalised communities in be it in East or West Belfast, Tigers Bay, whatever it happens to be, to what extent are they still the marginalised communities in Belfast post agreement?
1: I think there's still a very strong marginalised community, and I think we have all a responsibility to continue to be respectful of those people, to continue to be. Good listeners to continue to do the work of people like Mo Molan and try and bring those really strongly polarised sectors of the community into the centre. So, how do we do that? I think we need to stop talking about language, even like United Ireland, because that language is strongly polarising for some of my friends who are unionists in the North. We need to be very wary of the language we use. We need to be very wary of the vision that we all paint. And we need to be very wary of continuing to listen. In a very respectful way.
0: Enda McNulty, former Armagh footballer, managing director of McNulty Performance. And a pleasure as always. Really interesting as always as well. So thanks a million for joining us here on the show. the hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.